counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. There ain't no second place in Lambo, it's a whole new game. You either go big, go hard, or go on back home. You got to feel it in your gut. You better want it in your bones. Welcome to Lombardi's Legends Podcast. With me, as always, is Wags. We're eleven and three, Wags. We're in the playoffs, but man, what did we just see? Oh my goodness, Dane! I said that I wouldn't care if we won ugly as much as long as we won, and uh, I had a hard time keeping my promise. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I just about lost it on several occasions, and uh, but you know what? We're back in the playoffs. It's a great feeling. And just looking around the league today, winning really means a lot. So, uh, and to do it against our uh, most hated division rivals uh, in a historic matchup uh, was uh, making it all the more sweeter. So um, I, we knew it was going to be tough. I, I couldn't be happier with the end result. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as we're talking, we saw the Atlanta Falcons beat the 49ers. I mean, uh, good teams have tough times, uh, especially, you know, division rivals, but just, just playing other teams around this league. So the fact that we got another win is no small feat whatsoever. The Bears, Wags, as we discussed in the previous podcast, had come in really hot, I thought. Um, maybe not against great teams, but it still won three straight. And uh, today they came in, uh, but I think the Packers, quite frankly, did what I think we're getting accustomed to them doing, which is winning and winning ugly. They make other teams look ugly. The Packers don't always look great doing it. Uh, but here we are at 11-3. and um, Wags, I, I think that we should just kick it off with, with talking about that last play of the game because my heart is still skipping a couple beats here. That couldn't have been much closer, could it have been? Oh, my gosh. I was – Dane, I kid you not. I think uh, I saw Coach LaFleur said after the game that he felt like he might have blacked out somewhere in there <laughs> with so many laterals going on. And when that last, you know, uh, lateral attempt, which wasn't really more a lateral, but when the ball gets kicked off of – um, and I believe it was Tremont Williams' foot, and it starts hurtling towards the end zone. It happened so quickly, but I swear to you, I started seeing flashes of some bear falling on the ball in the end zone uh, to get that touchdown. I mean, I just couldn't see what – I just uh, – you said before the game that the defense was going to have to come up with a big stop. That was not what I had in mind. Um, and – for this Bears team to just get down the field and get just shy of the goal line uh, for that game-tying touchdown in that short of a time frame is, is was was not what I was looking for at all. But thankfully, uh, you know, uh, we get uh, uh, Chandon Sullivan makes a huge uh, tackle, and uh, and Tremont was able to fall on the ball. Uh, and there was no other Bears players around because he didn't exactly secure it uh, real well, but uh, there was no one else around to try to fall on it and create a pile, uh, and uh, that was the difference in coming out with the victory. Dane, 
What were your thoughts and emotions uh, on that final play on your side? Wags, I had the the uh, TV on silent at this point in the game. Uh, it was I try to to keep my heart rate as low as I can, and so I, I uh, you know I'm watching this game, and I count the laterals, and I see the first lateral, and then I see the second, and anytime you see three, four, five, six laterals on one of these last plays, you know it's it's going reasonably well for the opposing team. So I'm sitting here watching these laterals. I'm going, where is everybody? Where is everybody? Where is everybody? And by the end, I, I think I blacked out with Coach LaFleur Wags. I, I don't exactly remember every sequence, but I do remember Showtime, Shannon Sullivan, making a stick near the goal line. And then Tremont, you're right, he falls, and I have no idea where that football is. And I'm screaming, get on the ball, get on the ball. I mean, within yards, uh, a yard or two there, and that's a touchdown. And Wags, it looked to me – um, if the that Bears player that had the ball last, if he would have lateraled it a little sooner, I think the Bears have a touchdown on that play. So he I mean, very well, well may have, and Tariq Cohen uh, looked like he was really upset because I think he saw a lot of green uh, in yeah. front of him because uh, there was nobody running with him anymore at that point. And he's quick enough to make a cut, and I think he gets in the end zone and scores. I do too. I, I cannot believe. I don't know what was going on with the defense on that last drive. So, you know, there's that last play, but how on earth did they get down the field that quickly in that situation with no timeouts? You got to play the sideline. Dane, Dane, what were the Packers defense and, and Coach Pettin doing on not just one play, but multiple plays on that drive to just allow the Bears to work the sideline for chunk yardage? And step out of step out of bounds and stop the clock oh. with four timeouts. What on that earth? Alan, oh, I know. Wait, that Allen Robinson play in particular, uh, where he gets what twenty plus yards on that on that final drive, and they gave him out of bounds. And, and I'm screaming, you know, the Bears are out of timeouts at this position, and I'm screaming, give them one or the other, right? But don't give them both. Uh, if they gave them that, that even a 22-yard play, but they kept them in bounds, right, the, the Bears are able to, you know, the clock is just flying by uh, at that point. But to give him that catch and let him out of bounds, I was shocked that we gave him the sideline. I'm shocked that they even had an opportunity to, to get out of bounds there. So I don't know what was going on there. I haven't had a chance to go back and look at the tape yet. Um, but what I do know is, I'm, and I'm hopeful of, is that we make these corrections going forward. Uh, we've been seeing this for weeks. If uh, a, a better opponent uh, maybe maybe is able to strike and, and make us pay for it late in the game there. So it's time to correct those kinds of mistakes. Otherwise, it's going to be a quick exit in the playoffs. Yeah, so let's kind of keep working backwards because to yeah. me, um, this, this last, couple of series, actually. The defense had to stop them a couple of times um, to, to keep them out of the end zone. And it was the defensive possession before that that I thought they did a really great job of getting them into fourth down. And um, then my heart rate started climbing to epic and dangerous proportions when, a, uh, when the booth called for a replay. Because whenever the booth calls for the replay – I'm just getting nervous that somehow they're seeing something that isn't there. Uh, and thankfully, uh, they, de- they didn't um, call down the pass interference on Jair uh, because, to me, that was just great defense in a situation yeah. where the Bears 
were in desperation mode, and both guys were just jockeying and fighting for the football. Um, so the defensive possession before, and I've got to say, this defense as a whole, uh, this whole game, I thought played masterfully. They were able to take uh, the Bears out of the run game early on, and, and they never got anything going on the ground. And I really thought we were going to see the Bears just run, 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 and keep trying to run. But once they got down 21-3, to it looks like they just chucked everything out the window and said, hey, Trubisky, let's just throw the ball. And uh, unfortunately for the Packers, uh, they were able to get a bunch of chunk yards uh, doing that. But thankfully, it didn't uh, turn into too many points that they were able to force some fourth down, um, you know, uh, misses as well as uh, some turnovers uh, that uh, kept some points off the board. Uh, so uh, you've got to give this defense credit overall for what they did all game, uh, because to me, the story was actually um, after getting up 21 to three and even before that in the first quarter, we had some opportunities on the offensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get some more points or at least some field goal attempts. And uh, we shot ourselves on the foot uh, on multiple occasions. Uh, so we'll get to all of them. Dane, what were you, what did you think uh, overall of this defensive performance? Because yeah, uh, Trubisky gets 350 yards passing, but I kind of feel like a lot of those yards were garbage yards. I know this was a close game at the end, but I, I, I really felt like this defense, um, Besides that last series, inexplicably letting them get down the field that quickly, I thought this defense had a great overall performance this whole game. Yeah, Wags, uh, Mark Chowser, actually, the, the great Packer, Packer Hall of Famer, uh, he tweeted after the game, Packers D in four of the past five games have not given up more than 16 points. That's a big step, right? I mean, um, you, you win by, by keeping NFL teams below a certain number, and I feel like more often than not, if you're able to keep teams under 21 points, you're doing pretty darn good in this league. And I thought, again, today the Packers showed up. I thought the defense looked really good today um, in, in broad strokes. They were able to um, get to Trubisky on a number of occasions. I thought that uh, the pass rush, for the most part, uh, was was pretty good. Seeing Rashawn Gary get in there on just a significant hustle sack earlier in the game was was um, I thought it was phenomenal. I think he's really come on the last couple of weeks too. Uh, he's rushing the passer a lot better. Uh, but in those final series, uh, Wags, you would have thought that Dean Lowry's. Um, acrobatic, dare I say, interception uh, of Trubisky um, there with about seven minutes left uh, would have maybe put the game away. Obviously, that wasn't the case. The offense had some struggles, wasn't able to get out, uh, wasn't able to clock the ball enough or get the clock down far enough. But, Wag, I thought the defense, again, played really well. And um, I don't know what you saw on your end, but Kenny Clark, man, he played a heck of a game. We thought he would need to play a big game against Chicago. He was able to do it. Um, I thought Blake Martinez, who I know, uh, you know, on this podcast, been critical of him at times in the past. He was clearly hurt today. He kept battling through it. I thought he played pretty well um, uh, when, uh, when called upon. But I thought overall, Wags, this defense was really strong. I thought that we had control of the game most of the game, and you're right. It was late in the game when Trubisky's kind of just winging it around um, that uh, they were able to kind of get back into the game. However, I thought the Packers left a couple other turnovers on the field 
uh, there were a couple balls that potentially went off some of our defenders' hands. So top to bottom, I thought this was actually one of the better defensive efforts I've seen this Packer defense have all season. Yeah, and I think you touched on it. It was the defensive line that I was really most impressive with. Kenny Clark uh, set the tone right away in that first series, a tackle for a loss, and then I think two series later he came up with a big sack. He was just all over the place today. Uh, Tyler Lancaster had a, a tackle for a loss and, and uh, was really active in the run defense. Dean Lowry, as you mentioned, uh, with a, a fantastic interception, but I thought he was just really setting the edge and, and very active. Uh, Rashawn Gary, um, we saw, came up with the big sack. So, uh, yeah, I think the defensive line was just winning that line of scrimmage today, and that was really setting the tone and, and making the difference. Uh, for this defense overall. So I I was really pleased to see that. I thought this team, uh, both sides of the ball, really played with a different level of physicality than I had seen in, in, in quite a few weeks. So um, so that was definitely very encouraging. Going back to that offensive possession after that Dean Lowry interception, that was like when I really started to lose it, Dane, because uh, we had already seen several instances leading up to that point where the offense was on the bare side of the field and it looks like at the very worst uh, we were going to get a Mason Crosby field goal attempt and then we take a sack on third down with third and four uh, from I believe it was a 30 or 31 yard line Mm -hmm. and that's a situation where I, I don't mind the fact that they tried to pass the ball but I felt like Aaron Rodgers had plenty of time to get rid of the football and for him to take a sack uh, was just inexcusable to me, especially it was just icing on the cake for me um, with my frustration uh, for so- several instances in this game because um, we saw that a few times earlier. And just get rid of the football, Dan. Get rid of the football in that situation. I think uh, a lot of Packer fans have some frustration with Aaron at times. He likes to try to extend the play, and, and you have to take the good with the bad. I understand that. But you're a veteran quarterback, um, a Hall of Fame level quarterback, and you're making, you know, time and situation mistakes uh, uh, multiple weeks now in that portion of the field that's pushing us out of field goal range. And it's extremely frustrating because a field goal right there ices the game. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I don't care if he throws it 10 yards past Devontae you know, out of the end zone in that situation, just get rid of the ball and give Mason, and, and there's no guarantee Mason makes the field goal. That would have, you know, conditions were not easy today, but give give him a chance. And uh, so that was that was a, a situation where I just about, I think, legitimately ripped some hair out of my head. So um, you, you sound like me, Wake. I literally said, throw it out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> I think we were shouting the same things uh, today during that play. Uh, yeah, so in, in any way. So th- luckily, as we know, uh, we're kind of, again, working our way backwards. Um, but it, it wasn't all on Aaron, was it? Uh, so I'm just going to reverse and go flip all the way back to the fir- very first yeah. offensive play of the game. We do a nice play action, drawn up beautifully, and offensive line protection, I thought, was phenomenal all game. Phenomenal. And Aaron just sets back, you know, patiently holds the ball down, uh, doesn't show the ball, and MVS beats his man down the field, 
ball is right in stride, and it looks like he kind of just alligator alligator armed it, and it go it still went right through his hands. Dane, that very first play, I just about flipped my lid. Um, what do we do with MBS? I, I mean, I, I hate to be overly critical of, of any of our players, but um, it's been, you know, we've, we've gotten on Geronimo in the last few weeks, and, and he had a, another key third down drop on the next series. Um, but MBS, um, uh, he's lost a lot of snaps, and unfortunately, uh, he didn't even have a guy you know, running stride for stride, which we've said is when he's really struggled this year, he had broken out into the open and he still couldn't come away with the football. And it and would have been a, a play where he could have walked into the end zone. Yeah, and and actually, Wags, I believe Geronimo actually was on that third down of that same series. I think we we got to see him both, if I'm not mistaken, right away. And and let's talk about MBS. I mean, what do we do with him? I I guess at this point, I think we keep him doing what he's doing. They've limited his snaps. I think you still use him as a deep threat. He's shown that he can catch the ball on some of those deep threats, but I don't know what happened there. Um, do, do you have any insight into that? Because I was really confused. I thought Rodgers put the ball on a dime on that play. I thought that that was a touchdown all the way. And it's like, it's almost like he maybe lost the ball in the, in the, in the sky. Like it's really hard for me to tell what happened there, but it looked like it was just completely misjudged and the ball just kind of like hit the turf. And, and I'm not sure what to do with that. I know that Alan Lazard is starting to take up um, some of those snaps and we'll touch on Jake Kumaro, uh in a little bit here, but not sure what we do with him. He is still a deep threat. Uh, however, he's got to come down with that play. I'm sure he's the first guy. He'd be the first one to tell you that. Um, but outside of that, I'm not sure what to do because he did, as far as I'm concerned, Wags, he did all the hard stuff. He he made the move. He outran his defender, and he got open. I feel like the catch is supposed to be the easy part of that, and I'm not sure uh, how we can coach that up or, or get him over the hump there because he did all the hard stuff to put himself in the position to do what should have been – uh, second nature to a wide receiver in the NFL, which is just, you know, catch the damn ball. Well, yeah, but Dane, he has, he misjudges the ball on, on several other occasions too. I mean, in, in other games, when he's had, you know, defenders running with him, uh, Aaron will underthrow the ball and he just keeps running by it. Um, so if he can't, if he can't, you know, get himself in position to get underneath a long throw like that, then, then he just can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, yeah, you may, you're, you're not wrong, but if he can't get himself in position to get under the ball and make a play on the ball, uh, when he's running deep, <laughs> then we can't trust him to do that anymore. And unfortunately, I, I, it's, that's, that's been the biggest, just one of the biggest disappointments for this, me this year is, is I, I didn't look at MBS coming into this season as just this w- deep threat only guy that could run long and outrun people. I thought he could really be, you know, a multiple tool and multiple facet wide receiver in this offense. And <laughs> right now he can't do it. So I know a lot of other fans, one of our, a couple of our friends have asked, you know, what's the deal with Ryan Grant? And I'm not there in practice, so I'm not sure if he's just not showing anything, but he's been on the roster for, for a pretty good number of weeks now. Um, and he wasn't active again today. So I ask you at, at this point, I, 
I'm looking at Geronimo, and it seems like Aaron still has a lot of trust in Geronimo because he went right back to him a couple more times in the next couple of series. But this is what we've been talking about the last few weeks. He continues to drop passes in critical situations, and he did again today. Uh, So I'm not sure. If we we can't trust these guys to make plays when when they're called upon, um, that's 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 uh, you know extremely frustrating and and I, to me it, it gets to the point where you just got to give some other guys some opportunities. Yeah, it's uh, I I I agree with you uh, on that in the sense that I I am actually pretty curious about Ryan Grant, um, you know, and I I think we're not alone. Ryan Wood actually the the Packers beat writer over there from the uh, Green Bay Press Gazette. He tweeted it. I think, uh, you know, looking back on it, I think he tweeted it after a couple of these drops on the first series. He said, I've said it before, probably say it again, but I have absolutely no clue how Ryan Grant can't get on the field. <laughs> and I kind of chuckle when I read that, you know, because um, I think that we're all at a loss for that. Uh, I'd like to see Ryan Grant get some luck uh, I, because we are seeing a fair number of mistakes out of, uh, and it, it seems to be the same guys too, doesn't it, Wags? It's yeah. not Alan Lazard. You know, Devontae had a couple drops today, but, I mean, Devontae's Devontae. I trust that guy. Um, you know, and, and, and frankly, Jake Kumaro, uh, I'm hoping he gets more touches, and you, you were hoping for him to have some plays today, and he came up with a big play for us. So, you know, when it's the same guys, when it's Geronimo and it's MVS, you start to wonder, well, maybe Ryan Grant just suits up one of these weeks. Let's see what he can give us. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like <laughs> it's almost like we need to take – some of the guys away from the quarterback, so he doesn't keep throwing to them. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm I, I'm half joking, but um, Kumaro, in very limited targets, continues to catch the ball. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what it's going to take to get him more involved in the pass game because I think he's that's this is a guy that he's your possession receiver. I would love to see the throws that are going to Geronimo going to Jake Kumaro. Because I trust Jay Kumaro. Right now, I trust Jay Kumaro a, a lot more than Geronimo Allison. And frankly, I think Kumaro uh, has shown more ability after the catch to, to get some additional yards than Geronimo Allison has been able to. So I, I know well, he's even got, go that ahead. play today. That play today, I, I hate to cut you off, but uh, you say that. And Kumaro making that play off field, I don't think Geronimo makes that play. Right? So to your point, I we saw Kumaro today. I have uh, a longer play than I think I've seen Geronimo Allison have in a number of weeks or maybe all season. Kumaro, when he gets the ball in his hands, um, there's something special about him where he seems to know where to be, he squeezes the ball, and he seems to be able to make a guy miss. And that's pretty damn valuable in this league. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, just sticking on a couple of those other opportunities that we could have got some points in, in the first quarter – you know, despite that uh, first possession, we were able to go down and, and get a touchdown. Uh, Dane, I'm going to admit to you, I did not agree in the moment uh, with going for that on fourth and four on Devontae's touchdown. Uh, but I suppose, uh, I'm not sure exactly if they just thought that that might have been slightly out of field goal range based on the conditions, um, if there was a, a particular look that they saw. Um, the, the Bears came back out after the timeout in a single high safety with HaHa, and you know that Aaron and Devontae were thinking pre, pre-snap that that was going to be their look, uh, and Devontae was able to make a nice 
route and beat his man. So, um, but uh, what were you thinking in that situation? Because I thought that was, you know, a, a pretty gutsy call. Uh, granted, early in the game, but uh, as we saw, it was it definitely paid off uh, with with uh, getting the touchdown there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why Coach Lafleur gets paid uh, because I said the same thing you did. I was like, kick the points, you know. I want those three. Uh, I thought it's going to be a, a knockdown drag out game today, and it ended up being the case. And uh, I was I was expecting three points as well. Um, I'm not sure if maybe I misheard it, or I'm not sure if you heard this, but I think on the the TV broadcast, uh, the announcer said something along the lines that Rogers went over to Lafleur. And it, and it looked or appeared that Rogers was kind of lobbying like he had seen something there. And then they, you know, they go out there and the rest is history and he hits Devontae with something. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true. I haven't had a chance to listen to the, uh, the post game interview yet, uh, on that, but, uh, it was a gutsy play. Um, you know, that was a, that was a laser strike. It was a nice play by Devontae Adams to beat his man and Rogers delivered, put the ball right on the, right on the, the, you know, pin on the needle there. Uh, so to speak, but I agree with you. I, I, in that instance, that early in the game, I probably would have gone for those three points, but it worked out, and uh, um, I'm happy to be wrong in this instance, Wex. <laughs> yeah, for sure, and and that was a, a possession that, you know, I don't know if I totally agree, but the announcers felt like the Packers got a lucky break uh, with the uh, punt that Tremont fumbled and, and getting the uh, catcher interference there, and I thought he got there a little early uh, myself, but um, I suppose uh, you could see it either way. I'm sure Bears fans disagree with me. Um, so uh, if we want to say the Packers got a little bit of a lucky break there, I, uh, okay. Um, I'm not sure I totally agree, but um, that would have been pretty devastating uh, not to come away with any points uh, after starting with the ball on the Bears' 35-yard line. Um, later, uh, we had uh, in that, uh, I think late in the first quarter, uh, we had the ball um, right around the 45, 40, 45 yard line. It's third and five. And um, Rogers kind of uh, pocket broke down a little bit. He scrambled out to his right and missed Tunyon on a throw downfield. And it looks like that was uh, another instance where I just basically lost it because it looked like Rogers could have run for probably mm-hmm. 10 or 15 yards on that play and easily picked up the first down. Instead, he tried to you know, pick up the, you know, the long 20 plus yard pass. Uh, what, what were you thinking in that situation? Because uh, to me, uh, he, he had all green in front of him. I, I didn't quite understand why Aaron multiple times this year seems to be, instead of just taking those uh, first downs, like he always seems to have done in the past uh, with his legs, he's trying to chuck the ball way downfield. And it, it seems like it's uh, unsuccessful on some occasions. And, it's really hurting us because that could have been another field goal opportunity at worst um, if we get another first down there. Yeah, I, I'm i all about – so Rodgers, I think, can make magic happen at the same time. Uh, I think he can he should be able to make magic happen on his terms, and sometimes this year it seems like he's trying to fit stuff in. And uh, and one of his great abilities is that he can, you know, extend – drives with his legs we saw it later in the game right we saw it in that third quarter um he can make it happen and all it takes is rogers to scramble once or twice and i've seen it a million times as has all of our, our fellow cheeseheads where d coordinators start to get nervous they start to make different play calls because now they're worried about rogers legs and the scrambling ability so on that play 
um, I, I felt like, you know, the roof was about to blow off the, the top if we were able to extend that drive and get some points there. And uh, you're right, you know, Rodgers misses Tunyon on that throw. Uh, I didn't see – I couldn't tell enough of, you know, how that route broke off. Uh, but at the end of the day, I felt like Rodgers could have extended that play uh, with his legs and, and therefore the drive could have continued. Now, if it's, uh, you know, if it's second down and it's second and four – and he wants to make that throw, you know, that's, that's life, and that's what makes Aaron Rodgers great. But when it's on those third totally downs, agree. and yeah, totally you, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the down and distance, right, is where it gets frustrating because if we just get that first down there, we reset the downs, um, anything can happen from there because the Packers have enough explosive playmakers that I'm confident we can have sustained drives, but uh, sometimes it's, it's predicated on Rodgers taking the third and four and picking up that, that, you know, picking up five yards on third and four instead of on third and four going for 20 or 25. Yeah, and this is, I know this was a banged up Bears defense, and they, I, I think the defense we faced today of the Bears wasn't nearly as good as the defense we faced in week one, um, or a, a Bears defense that we faced in, in years past. This was not, uh, you know, but that said, they're still a solid defense, and we were five for 15 to get on third down this week. It's just really frustrating when we had, uh, you know, that drop by Devontae, that, or not Devontae, but he, yeah, Devontae had a couple drops. I, I can't recall if any of them specifically came on third down, but Geronimo's uh, drop came on third down. And then a play like that with Aaron uh, certainly could have picked up the first down. Uh, all of a sudden, our third down conversion rate looks a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, when when are we going to stop seeing the need to try to hit a home run on every play and just uh, keep the offense on the field? Because that's, that's I think, what's really hurting uh, our offensive efficiency and, and the consistency uh, that we've been missing at times in, in, is being able to extend some of these drives and put up three points instead of putting up zero points, uh, especially mm-hmm. when we get out to the other side of the field. We've been so good in the red zone, but it seems like, in that 30 to 50 yard range uh, of the uh, opponent, uh, we've struggled pretty mightily, especially this last five six games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I and and I'm hopeful that we can correct those mistakes. You know, uh, or, or or and I don't even know if they're mistakes from a physical sense, but uh, I'm hopeful that we're able to to kind of correct our our down and distance here as we progress because. The games are just going to get harder from here. You know, we got the Vikings obviously coming up on Monday Night Football, uh, and then we are playoff bound after a Week 17 game against Detroit, and uh, we got away with it today. But legs, you know, if you got San Francisco 49ers and they're giving you a first down, take the first down, live to see another day, and continue with the drive, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so then we also saw uh, towards the end of the second quarter, it looked like we were going to get. Uh, an opportunity to get a field goal right before the half. Yeah. Um, I, I've been sort of ranting here a little bit, Dane, so I'm going to give you the floor. What happened there at the end of that possession? Yeah, Wags, I think that, you know, it got frustrating there um, leading in that kind of that final that final um, drive there that the Packers had the ball. Um it, Looking around, I mean, I feel like there just wasn't great execution. There, there was an, uh, a play there. Um, I believe that this is the the series where the Packers went for it on fourth down, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and they got the intentional grounding on third down. 
They had third and four from Chicago's 31-yard line. There's 20 seconds left. Oh, and yeah. Aaron got the intentional grounding because he tried to pitch the ball. Thank uh, you for reminding me. I, yeah. I erased that from my brain. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean that intentional grounding. He flips it with what his left hand, maybe, or or maybe it was his right hand or whatever. But he couldn't get it back to the line of scrimmage. Um, that was just a an incredibly uh, frustrating drive. Uh, I thought there. Um, you know, we w- weren't able to. Um, it, it looked a little choppy there. I don't know what your take was on it, but it, it looked a little bit choppy there. I thought on that third, and I believe it was third and four. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he kind of rolls out and it completely kills the drive. Um, I I don't know where the routes were there. Again, I don't see enough crossing routes. Again, not a coach either, but um, uh, I'm seeing these third down routes where they're they're going deep sometimes, and I'm not seeing that security blanket. Perhaps like we saw early in the season with our, our running back being able to kind of shoot out there, and uh, I didn't see that again on on a number of series. And um, and it just didn't look like great execution from the offense. And I feel like this is kind of underscores what we see out of this Packer offense at times this year, which is um, they can get hot and then they can go very, very, very cold. And you don't know when it's going to click again. But when the clicks lags, they look like they get incredibly hot again. And, and we see that as they went into the third quarter. Well, what's, what's really frustrating to me is, again, I – I, I was I, I, I clearly I was a little bit frustrated with Rodgers today because yeah. and I think it's for a reason. I mean he got his team down into field goal range. There's 16 seconds left before the half. Get rid of the football. Throw the incompletion. I don't care what you got to do. Throw it 10 yards over their head and give Mason Crosby a chance to tack on three points before the half. You're getting the ball to start the second half. What, no need to get fancy there. I mean. Um, it, it's just, it's mind boggling to me because we saw this against the Redskins. We saw this against the Giants and we continue to see Aaron Rodgers get down to that part of the field and make critical either fumbles, take sacks or, you know, penalties that are hurting his team. And it's, it's, it's very frustrating to me because this team is not good enough to overcome you know, a subpar effort from, from, from Aaron Rodgers. And I, these are not physical mistakes. In my view, these are mental mistakes. And I just don't understand how someone that, you know, uh, claim, says they're so smart and kind of a, a football savant is making these types of mistakes week after week after week. You, you, Dane, you've, you've said it. I'm hoping these mistakes can be corrected. Why, why, why do we need to have these mistakes continue to happen from Aaron Rodgers? And, and why do we, the coaches, need to continue to have to try to correct mis- these types of mistakes from our quarterback uh, that shouldn't be making these mistakes to, be, to begin with? That's what's really frustrating to me because this game is over. Um, if just one of those plays uh, doesn't happen that way and, uh, and, and Crosby gets a chance to chip three points in, uh, then we don't have to have that heart attack inducing uh, fourth quarter <laughs> game. I, I mean, so well, maybe I'm being selfish about my own physical well-being here, but uh, it's just I, I, I ask you, Dane. Like I, I again, I, I'm I'm equal opportunity criticism here, and and uh, I said 
before the game, I, I wouldn't uh, get frustrated or angry if, if the Packers, as long as the Packers won, and, and that's true. But uh, when when we got our our forty million dollar quarterback making these critical mistakes that I think are completely avoidable, that's just I, I just don't understand why that's happening. Wags. R E L A X. I'll put it this way. Uh, don't get me wrong. Incredibly frustrated. I was feeling it. I was, I was as frustrated as anybody during the game. Uh, but I will say that unlike years past, right now, if, if the biggest issue we're having, or, or perhaps, you know, one of the issues we're having is that our Hall of Fame uh, we're all world quarterback isn't carrying us and we're still winning football games. I'm holding out hope that, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the Aaron Rodgers that we all know and that we've all frankly come to expect, which is, um, a guy who can get hot and who plays out of his mind and is unbeatable. So, um, I'm frustrated too. Uh, I, I've been frustrated, you know, with, with some of this, but, I will tell you, Wags, that I still feel very optimistic. I'm optimistic that the pundits aren't talking about the Packers. I'm optimistic that the defense is flying under the radar. And I'm optimistic that Aaron Rodgers um, is going to be able to do what I've come to see Aaron Rodgers do so many times, which is when we need him at, at, at most, he's going to put us on his back. And that's why I'm really a believer that we can go on a long playoff run because we've seen a team win 11 games. A Packer team has won 11 games, and they haven't really put it all together yet. And maybe they can't, but I'm still optimistic that they possibly can and that this team is in store for something special. Yeah, um, and I mean perspective is important here. We're not 5-10 and 10 like we were right. last year. Um, right. So <laughs> you're, you're, you're right. Um, and, and listen, I don't mean to be the sky is falling guy and, and, and come off with this negativity, but I guess the underlying frustration I have is I kind of disagree with you. I hope I'm wrong. And, uh, cause yeah, you're right. Rogers can get hot at any time, but I disagree with you in that. Okay. If that's our biggest problem, things are, are pretty good. But my thing is, is this team and this, uh, uh, this Packers organization is not good enough to get to and compete to win a Super Bowl uh, if Aaron Rodgers isn't playing at the top of his game. And outside of a, a, a perfect passer rating and a game against the Oakland Raiders earlier this season, he's been mostly just okay. Um, and a couple games of good and a couple games of, of, of subpar uh, to poor. And uh, so that's what that's what's concerning to me because um, we've been waiting for him to put us on his shoulders now for the last four or five weeks and break out and have a, a great performance and get this offense rolling, and he hasn't been able to do it a against a couple of teams too that really don't have very good defenses. So I don't know, man. Uh, I hope I hope I'm wrong. Uh, because I'm going to enjoy the ride from here on out. There's not a lot of games left uh, this season, win or lose in the playoffs. Um, but uh, there there may not be, you know, uh, that light switch that we can just uh, turn it on. 
um, yeah, anymore. I hear you, and there might not be, right? And and I recognize that as well. But I will say, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold out hope here, Wags, because uh, I, I I looked I looked at the at the score at the end of the game, and I went, you know what? I've been so frustrated through you know, 15 weeks, and all of a sudden we've got 11 wins and we're in the playoffs. And after a couple down years, I'm so proud of these guys right now. They drive me crazy sometimes. It's not pretty, but maybe, who knows, maybe we're, we're, we're the team that just can play some ugly games and keep winning. We can make some of these good teams in the playoffs look ugly uh, on our way. I don't know what's in store, but I'm so excited that we're going back to the playoffs this year. No, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe we're you're, – you're right. We could just be that team that, um, you know, is heart, heart attack inducing the whole way through. So, <laughs> I hope um, so. I hope so, too. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, Dane, um, any, any other, you know, shout-outs or, you know, particular – um, insights or, or anything that you wanted to call out here, because I think uh, I, I yeah, I mean just just uh, the the we haven't talked too much about some some of the good offense. So I do want to give a little bit of love. Um, I thought that Aaron Jones, uh, when called upon, had some really nice plays. That that first rushing touchdown, he was able to shake off that defender, extend the play dive toward the pylon for a touchdown there in the third quarter. And then Wags, I actually thought that second touchdown uh, where he met the, the defender for Chicago in the hole and he just ran right into him and, you know, he didn't go down. I thought Aaron Jones on a cold day in Wisconsin ran the ball uh, pretty strong when he had his opportunities. There weren't a ton of holes there for him all day, uh, but he was able to make some opportunities for himself. And that's what great backs do. Yeah, and give a good shout out to Alan Lazard for in the middle of the you know uh, uh, wash there throwing a big block uh, yeah. and was able to give Aaron Jones that opportunity to go one on one with the defensive back in that situation. Um, I mean, it's not often you see a wide receiver right in the thick of it uh, throwing a big block uh, right at the goal line. So uh, kudos to him because those are the types of plays that. Uh, definitely don't go noticed, unnoticed by the coaching staff in the film room, and uh, is a big reason why he will continue to get more and more opportunities out there on the field. And what about Tyler Irvin? Wow, we got a return specialist here. I thought this kid looked really good again, uh, returning the punts. Uh, had a nice couple kick returns. Uh, he's bringing a different dynamic there uh, that we haven't seen this year. So shout out to him as well. He looked really good. Yeah, absolutely. I and uh you, you gave a couple of good shout outs that I thought were very well deserving um on social media after the game to a couple of our, our DBs and Josh Jackson with some, some excellent special teams plays uh, today. Um and I thought he really stood out. So that was a, a very uh worthy shout out uh, on social media. Uh, and then certainly I, I we mentioned at the top, um Shannon Sullivan, what a performance today. Um, just uh, was all over the field, uh, made some key plays. Uh, certainly um, forced Miller out on a play that, you know, in some situations, uh, if he doesn't kind of push him out and, and play that ball perfectly, uh, that might have been a touchdown. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then with the, the key uh, catch at the end, or tackle at the end of the game, uh, and then a couple of, of really uh, significant pass breakups as well. Um, so kudos to him for coming up with some big plays. Um, and so I, I thought that 
they just showed some real grit out there. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, just played with a, a really high level of physicality. So I, too, was really proud of this team overall today, um, despite uh, maybe a little bit of my frustration with, with our star quarterback. Um, I, I think uh, this was definitely a true team victory. Yeah, no, it's great. And, uh, yeah, can't say enough about Sullivan. He's ended it. He's becoming a really good football player for us. Um, he, I mean, he was buying Trubisky. He's doing a lot of good stuff. As you mentioned, Josh Jackson. Um, it was nice to see Will Redman up again today. I like Will a lot. He, uh, uh, a shameless plug. He just liked our social media post about the Packers winning the game. So thanks, Will. Um, but, you know, it's I like having him up. We ended up going lighter than we normally do, didn't we, Wags, with B.J. Goodson being a healthy scratch, allowed for extra defensive backs to play, and it, it seems like we utilized all of them. And I thought Tremont Williams as well, um, you know, he's like an ageless wonder out there. I thought overall played a pretty nice game. Um, but, you know, it was hard because there's a lot of guys on this defense that I think showed up, and, and it's a testament to how uh, – team-worthy they were on the defensive side of the ball today, that they were a sum of all of their parts, and it made for a tough day for Chicago. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, it, it again, uh, when, if you just look at the, the stat line and the box score, it may not look like this defense was able to stop the Bears at all, but keep in mind uh, that uh, about 150 of, of Trubisky's passing yards came on, on a couple of those uh, series in the fourth quarter that – I think the Packers were really just uh, giving those underneath passes and, and in a few instances, probably more than they should have. But in any event, uh, I, I'm not terribly concerned with that because I, I thought they played a, a tremendous game overall. So uh, with the big Chiefs players of the week, we're, I think we'll definitely be highlighting uh, several of our defensive players. No doubt about it. Um, Wags, I, I'm, I'm exhausted after that game. But I'm also I'm ready to celebrate because not only are we an 11 win Packer team with two to go, um, but we're also assured to be in the playoffs for the first time in three years, and nothing sweeter than that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's it seems like it's been a long couple of years, and uh, I I like that. Although we we shot ourselves in the foot a few times today. I really felt like overall this performance was, was a big step forward. I, I really do. I, I thought that, you know, our team just looked like they were playing at a, a little bit of a higher level today. Um, and, uh, I may be a little pessimistic at times, but I, I really think that we have an opportunity if we can clean up a couple of those, you know, mental issues. Um, this this team, both on both sides of the ball, and now with the special teams coming on, uh, it really has an opportunity to to, to put together uh, something special here down the stretch. And um, I, you know, this is a week to week league. Forty uh, yep. ers looked like they were you know definitely the team to beat in the NFC, and they they went and lost to the Falcons. Seahawks are now the number one seed, and they barely hung on to beat a a pretty bad Carolina Panthers team. Uh, today and and then the Rams uh, and against the Cowboys team that hasn't been able to beat anyone uh, for the last month and a half just get blown out uh, in a game they really needed to win to keep uh, uh, their playoff chances alive. So um, you know wins can't be underrated. You're definitely right, um, and uh, especially against a rivalry like this. So 
Um, I, I, I will definitely sleep just fine tonight after a big Packer victory. So, folks, if uh, if you like what you're hearing, please um, share it with some friends, rate us. Uh, you can find us, obviously, iTunes and Spotify and Google Play and, and Podbean and all over the place. Um, find us on social media, Lombardi's Legends on Instagram, Lombardi Legends on Twitter, Lombardi's Legends on Facebook. Um, you know, please feel free to call our official Cheesehead hotline. Let us know what you think. You can call us at 608 285-2128. Leave a voice message. If we like it, we might play it on the podcast. Yeah, and I'm going to throw in a, a little plug. We've got a, a bonus episode this week. We'll probably drop it. Um, look for it late Tuesday, early Wednesday. Uh, another um, member of the 96 uh, Super Bowl champion uh, will be on the pod. Uh, we actually already recorded the episode, so uh, that uh, be on the lookout for that. Uh, a little bonus content this week, uh, playoff uh, clinching celebration style. So, Dane, I think it's a good time to drop that. I love it, Legs. I love it. Yeah, we're we're lucky to have uh, be able to talk to a great player. I think you all are really going to enjoy it. Um, so, Legs, I don't have anything else to add. Do you think we should close this thing out the way we normally do? Let's close it out, baby. Go pack, go. Go pack, go.